Welcome to The Brain Factor, hosted by myself, Joy Riddle, and Laura Hawley. We're a part of Meridian Behavioral Healthcare, where we believe that wellness is within everyone's reach. This podcast is a conversation about what research-based protective factors look like in real life. Our hope is that you'll walk away with something that you can use in your own life and have had some fun with us along the way. So let's get started. Hi, thanks for joining us today for this episode of The Brain Factor by Meridian. I'm Joy, and this is Laura. I think today, Laura, are we going to talk about optimism? We are going to talk about optimism. That's so excited. I'm so optimistic about that. Are you happy that we're talking about optimism? I'm happy about it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I'm actually pretty passionate about optimism. And for people that know me well, they sometimes chuckle chuckle about that because um, it's not your mama's optimism, right? That's what I always say when we talk about it. Um, Optimism is one of the protective factors, uh, and it it doesn't go into great detail. It just Mm -hmm. says it's optimism, right? It's, um, I think, um, one of our largest, if not the arguably the single largest um, weapon that we have against um, depression, mm-hmm. specifically, but, um, but just all of those things that put us at risk for mental health disorder and substance misuse disorder. Um, but I think there's a, like a core fundamental problem with optimism, and I think it's because yeah. we've been lied to our whole lives about what optimism is. Right. So yes, like, so I get what do you it. think of when I, I say it. like optimism? Like, oh, just look at the bright side. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it just, could be worse. It could be worse. <laughs> yeah. It could be worse. I love when people would say to me when many years ago, when my mom passed away, well, at least you still have your dad. How right. about I kill you? Right, right. Or like, think of all the time you did have. Like, yes, think of all the time. Comfort. Yeah, well, you know, I wanted more time. Right, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. So so um, optimism is, you know, often presented to us that way, where yeah. it's, it's, it's almost... Um, almost a, uh, like we don't have permission to mm-hmm. feel negative emotions, yeah. right? And I'm seeing that even more so these days where there's, there's these trends that, that feel good, mm-hmm. uh, choose happiness and positive vibes only. And yeah. like all of this stuff that's out there in pop culture that yeah. really is affirmation. Is, yes. Your <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, like everything's great. Everything's fine. Um, you know, oh, my favorite is either that, that meme and, and I'm, you know, I've shared it. It's not like I, you know, it's like I'm anti this stuff, right? But the, the little cartoon dog that's mm-hmm. uh, at the table with his coffee and everything's on fire around him. And yeah. he's like, it's fine. Everything's it's fine. fine. It's fine. all good. Yeah. <laughs> but it, that's great. That's funny. And that helps our mental health. Sure. And we're laughing at funny things as long as we don't sure. take it as how we run our lives. Well, and, and that's the yeah. thing. Like you can't ignore the flames that are that are around mm-hmm. us and I, and I think that more and more we're being um, taught and, mm-hmm. and we're getting those messages that uh, if we pretend everything's fine everything's fine and not right. only is that inaccurate it's dangerous yeah it's really dangerous and so recently I've been doing a lot of reading up on and a lot of learning about the concept of toxic positivity um, and it's confusing mm-hmm. because there's a lot of research and data and science behind positive thinking and the power of positive thinking. And it's not untrue, Mm -hmm. right? There, you know, positive affirmations, like you've talked about those Mm -hmm. before. That's a, that's a powerful thing, right? Um, but there's a line and there's a line that when we cross it, it becomes very oppressive. Um, and, and, and that's dangerous. We have to look for where those lines are. Yeah, so let's just talk about toxic positivity on its face and what that means because 
oxymoron. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. so what's how going on here? And how, how is this related back, right? to optimism? Yes. So, um, op- so toxic positivity is the um, idea that we can't have negative emotions, mm-hmm. that the only way we're winning, that the only way um, to do it, quote unquote, right, yeah. is to find the happy and find the good and find the silver lining. Yeah. And the glass is always half full and it could be worse. And think of all of the mm-hmm. times it's been worse or the people that have it worse and and, um, and, and you don't get to be sad. Uh, and, and it comes from a good place. It comes from a place sometimes of science where we know that positivity works and it comes from a place too, where people that care about us and when we care about other people, it's uncomfortable to see people hurting. It is. So we want to find the happiness, Mm -hmm. um, and we don't realize that that can be damaging. Um, we're allowed to be upset. Yeah. When something really stinks, it's it's really bad. It's okay to sulk in it for a little while. No, don't stay there. Don't live there. You got to get back to the positive, but it's okay to take a few minutes just to, you know, feel what you need to feel because if you never feel what you need to feel, then you're pushing it down and then you get all kinds of other issues. Now, yes. Yes. Now we open the door for all kinds of ugly things, right? (laughs) Yeah. We don't want to be there. Um, but it's, it's really, you know, and, and it's interesting because as a society, I think that we talk out of both sides of our mouth with this one. It's, it's okay to not be okay, Mm -hmm. but then it kind of isn't. It isn't really, you know, because good vibes. You're really making me uncomfortable. (laughs) Right, right. Because I don't like your not being happy, right? And positive vibes only mm-hmm. and choose happiness, right? Yes. So we put it on t-shirts, we put it on mugs. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, but then we also say it's okay to not be okay. And, and, and I think there's a marriage of the two there mm-hmm. somewhere that I think largely we're missing. And if we find that sweet spot, I think it really could, could change a lot of things for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Changed a lot for me. Um, when I realized that I didn't have to get to the happy in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that I was under no obligation to suppress my negative feelings about a negative situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And you, I loved your example about when your mom died, right? Like you get to grieve, you get to mourn. Right. And it doesn't have to, you don't have to end every day on a happy note about having lost someone you love. Yeah. That's unrealistic. And it yeah. just sets you up for, for more problems down mm-hmm. the road. Yeah, definitely. You know, know, we joke in my house all the time about where my feelings are because they're in a box on a shelf (laughs) in the closet. So I'll be like, wait, are we having this conversation? I'm going to go need to get my box of feelings to have this because (laughs) I'm notorious for just pushing it down. Yeah. Yeah. And just, nope, uh -uh, I don't have any feelings. What are you talking Mm -hmm. about? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that's easier. It's, it's certainly easier to do that. And you know, Denial. And just like everything though, I think that there's a line and a balance yeah. because that probably also mm-hmm. serves you well sometimes it does when you have to handle the hard stuff. Yeah. Right. But you got to remember to go get the box. You got to go get the box when it's necessary. <laughs> you can't grow you can't. cobwebs. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you have to take the box out, but sure. it can be stored there sometimes. Sure. And you know, and in the other side of it too, you know, um, like I'm going to totally throw them under the bus, but like my husband mm-hmm. has no box. It's all right there. Oh, <laughs> my husband too. All the feelings are going to happen in Everything. the moment that they're, that they're mm-hmm. happening. And, you know, and there was a time when that used to frustrate me. And then I realized like, he's actually healthier than I am in that regard, yeah. you know, because he's allowing himself to have those emotions when he has them mm-hmm. in, a, in a safe space because oh, I was the safe space. 
you know, yes. and here I was telling him to put it in a box and put it on the shelf. That's, you know? <laughs> That's the same, same exact conversation that goes on at my house. I'm like, yeah. do you have a friend you want to talk to about this? Why, Why is he talking to me? <laughs> but you're so, you know, people have, they feel things differently. Um, but by and large, like it's okay to have the negative. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's helpful to have the negative, to, to walk through that. It's part of life, right? There's ups and downs and ebbs and flows. And that's where optimism lives. It lives in a place of reality mm-hmm. and hope. Mm-hmm. I wish we could just replace the word entirely with the word hope because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, because the positivity that is not toxic is knowing that when you're walking through the fire, there's something on the other end of it that's not on fire. Yeah. And you don't have to know what that is in the moment. And you don't have to know even how to get there. Just mm-hmm. knowing that it's there on the other side of it, knowing that the storm passes at some point, yeah. you know, like walking through grief and loss, knowing that it's not always going to feel this way, even though you can't imagine that it ever wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that, um, that there is life after this loss yeah. uh, is really all optimism is in yeah. its protective form, right? Mm-hmm. It's all we need. We need to not fall into hopelessness and helplessness, but we don't have to let the pendulum swing so far in a direction where we're suppressing how we feel and it's just it's just a mask of happiness and mm-hmm. it's not real. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. I know. And you know, as you get exposed to different things too, mm-hmm. you you learn more of that. So say when my mom died, I was still pretty young. Um she passed away, and I couldn't see beyond that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see. I, I was actually, I literally would sit there and think, how is the world still turning right. with her gone? I don't know why are people still going about their life. The, mm-hmm. I thought the whole world should have shut down and Because stopped. you shut down. Yeah. yeah, because she was the center of the universe, mm-hmm. you know, and everything just kept going. And then, you know, number many years later, when I lost my dad, um, it was horrendous. Um, I didn't love it. I went to all my, you know, denial tactics and everything mm-hmm. and my strategies that I use, but I moved through that grief process a lot differently this time because it was like, okay, yeah, he's I dead. I know like. he's dead because when my mom died, I was just waiting for her to come back because it had to be a joke. Sure. And now this time, I know it's real. So it takes all that stuff that I had to deal with the first Mm -hmm. time away because I started at a different place. Like, okay, this is real. Yeah. This is happening. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So having, I think, knowing where optimism lives in in a helpful place mm-hmm. can help us with those things, right? Yeah. Knowing that it's about hope. Um, mm-hmm. But those are the conversations that make people uncomfortable. Yeah. Those are the conversations people don't want to say. And, and I think that the way that we can help other people is be comfortable with silence, be comfortable with... Um, negative emotions yeah you know uh, and by negative emotions I don't mean destructive emotions I mean like if it matches the situation some things aren't there's no bright side it's not going to get better there's not yeah. there's not a silver lining right and mm-hmm. e- even when there are um some small good things that maybe spin off right that wouldn't have happened if the bad thing didn't happen it doesn't mean it outweighs it Right. Um, And so I think we have to be careful when we're talking to people who are hurting um, about their their mandate to be positive Mm -hmm. and to be happy. Yeah. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. because like, how did that make you feel when people were like, oh, you at least have your dad. Be grateful for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you even say to that? Nothing. 
nothing really. You just look at them like, you should move quickly because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. yeah, it's it's really rough. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I know, like, like as I was sort of first learning about toxic positivity, I, I would be so uncomfortable when somebody would point out like the good side or the silver yeah. lining because they weren't wrong necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that nine times out of ten, this was somebody that cared about me and was well intended. Yeah. And I felt such <clears throat> an obligation mm-hmm. to make what they were saying to me okay, right? You know that it just, it just, it, it they created, didn't mean it. Right. They were just trying to be helpful. Mm -hmm. And they added all these other layers to the person that's hurting just by the insensitivity, the unintentional insensitivity that is involved with mandating that people find happiness immediately. Yeah. Like that's not the only way to win, you know? Yeah. Many (laughs) years ago, I worked for a hospice organization. And the one thing I took away from that job that I've kept always is when someone loses someone, what you say is, I'm so sorry for your loss. If there's anything I can do to help, please let me know. Sure. That's all you have to say. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that translates to other um, things besides just loss, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just just expressing Mm -hmm. that you are sorry that they are hurting. Yeah. Sometimes is all you need to do. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, things weigh on people differently. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't know what someone's circumstance is, and a flat tire to you might be nothing. Sure. You're just going to call AAA and they're going to bring a new tire. But a flat tire to someone else could mean a whole different could thing. derail their whole day. It could derail their day. It could derail their week. It could derail their groceries mm-hmm. or their doctor's appointment for their, their child. Because sure. maybe they don't have other the resources like they're you know, on a tightrope. Right. So, so that means, so, so when we're telling people things like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. You don't really know. No. What's a big deal to someone? Mm -hmm. People have crisis. What, what I've learned being at Meridian is crisis is a different experience for everyone. Sure. Sure. Someone, someone in a breakup, you know, my boyfriend broke up with me. That is a legit crisis for Mm -hmm. someone. Sure. And for some people it's not. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just a very, very different. It's very personal. It's very unique to every individual. Mm-hmm. And and making assumptions about the level of crisis, that's yes. where some toxicity mm-hmm. um, comes in. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, it's it, it, breakups are hard. Yeah. Right? Just, like, why, why is that not enough to just say that? Oh, I'm super sorry to hear that. Breakups are hard. Right. That's it. it just simple. Just, you just see? stop. And then there's a silence. And that's okay. And if they have something to say at that point, they will. Sure. But if not, you know you've done what you needed to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know when I'm, when I'm feeling a negative emotion or I'm experiencing something negative and somebody comes at me with unintentional toxic positivity, it adds like a whole other layer because then yeah. I feel like now, now we've entered into like a script, right? right? And my next line is this. And now, and now it's not real anymore. So I leave that interaction feeling more anxious, possibly more depressed, mm-hmm. more unresolved about whatever it was that I was feeling negative about in the first place versus somebody just being like, hey, that stinks, yeah, you know? And then it's like, yeah, it does. That's validating. That gives me permission to walk through the, the negative stuff I have to walk through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I'm, I'm almost better, yeah. you know? 
Um, but again, there's that, you know, and here, here's where, to, if I'm being totally honest, here's where I still struggle because po- toxic positivity was a topic that really spoke to me. And you mm-hmm. and I have had this conversation mm-hmm. where I was just like, whoa, that's it right there. You know, um, it's okay to not be okay. That's a real thing. Um, but where is that line? Because there's so much science behind mm-hmm. how positivity is valuable, mm-hmm. you know? So I still struggle with where that line, where does it then become toxic? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and, I, and there's two sides to it, too. It's when someone's coming at you with um, positive, toxic positivity, but when you do it to yourself. Oh, yeah. When I have something going on and I'm like, you know, because I like to be perfect all the time, <laughs> which I'm not, and I know that, and rationally and logically, I know I'm very far from perfect. Just ask my children, they'll tell you. That's another <laughs> joke in my house. Oh, if we only had a perfect mom. Right. Yeah, but I'll do that to myself. It's like, oh, why didn't I pick that up the right way? Right, right. You, you, know? you hold yourself to a standard you wouldn't hold other people to. Yeah, and then sometimes you're like, okay, I need to just do this. I need to do this. Oh, this happened to me. Oh, I got this flat tire. I missed this important meeting. It's going to result in X for my life or my company, but it's all good. It's okay. But you, sometimes you just need to be like, I really screwed up. I really screwed up. And it, yeah. just, it just is. You mm-hmm. don't have to force yourself to be positive about it. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a few minutes at least to, you know, sit there and feel it. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Then you can whip out your affirmations and remember yeah. you're a great person. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes. <laughs> I do think, though, for, for me, part of my sort of journey in finding where that line is, mm-hmm. um, I think knowing that optimism is a protective factor mm-hmm. um, and that it is important. Um, you know, and now knowing what type of optimism I don't want, right? Right. It becomes about, for me, beefing up. Um, when I'm not in a crisis, sort of the things mm-hmm. that can promote optimism. Uh, and for me, that's come in the form of, of practicing gratitude, yes. uh, intentionally practicing gratitude. So yes. like, I've never been a not grateful person, if yeah, that makes I'm sense, grateful. you know, but in doing the intentional practice of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And for me that I'm going to say a bad word, it came in the form of a journal. Mm-hmm. journaling. I know that for some people yeah. that's a bad word because it's extra work, right? Um, but I actually got one on Amazon and it was mm-hmm. like, uh, it had prompts. And so I don't have to do a whole lot of writing, yeah. but it's just taking that space for myself every day and capturing mm-hmm. um, what what was good right. and what I'm grateful for. In the beginning, I had a real barrier with that because I thought, well, this is toxic positivity. This is just me taking all the you know bad stuff in my day and replacing it with good, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's really just reminding our brain that there's both. Right. Right. That there's good, yeah. that there's bad. It doesn't, one doesn't outweigh the other. Maybe some days it does. Right. Mm-hmm. But like the good, there was good there as well mm-hmm. that can live right alongside the bad. It doesn't, it doesn't like make the bad go away or make it less bad in any mm-hmm. way. It just also exists. Yeah. And, and knowing that over time, sort of teaching my brain that, mm-hmm. that I find that I naturally now go there in a way that's not toxic because it's driven by me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm having a crisis, I can go, well, it's not all bad, right? right? And and when it's coming from ourselves, I think it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're not, that's still part of my process. I'm not being forced to tor- sort of switch my emotions in that moment. Right. Um, but I, I think there's a value in just intentional practice outside of a crisis. Yeah. There definitely is. And by the way, I started buying those journals, gratitude journals for everybody. Oh, yay. <laughs> go-to gift. You're getting one from Joy go for Christmas. To, yeah, yeah. There you go. 
<laughs> I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I think, I think it's a, it's a valuable thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it, it feels like there it's adding extra work, but I think ultimately it takes away the emotional work that we sometimes put ourselves through when we're, when we're having a crisis. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's good to realize that so much, even though there is this crisis or this bad or this, whatever you're feeling bad or sorry about that, there's a bigger picture around it so that Mm -hmm. it's not just so overwhelming and you're focused on this one thing. So if you had your journal and you wrote down, you know, that your, your daughter told you she loved you this morning Mm -hmm. and, you know, she ran over to you and gave you a hug at school in front of her friends. Yeah. 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 We're in middle school, so that'd be giant. Right, right, (laughs) right. So there's all these really great things going on in your life as well. And again, now Mm -hmm. I'm talking about maybe something to me that's not a big deal. I don't know how much journaling I could have done when my mom had passed away, but there's a place for it. And it's, it's really good to keep us focused on opti- optimistic mm-hmm. or just knowing that there are all, all these great things in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I think you brought up a really good point when you said, I don't know if this particular tool would have been one I would have used mm-hmm. in this particular crisis. Right. right? And I think that's, um, the reason why we have material for more than one podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because it's a, it's, a, it's a whole toolbox. And we've heard that term yeah. before when we talk about skill sets, right? But I love the toolbox imagery because if you really think about it, like, okay, if I'm going to hang a picture on the wall, I need a hammer. Right. Um, can I hang it without a hammer? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I but I, but it's going to take me twice as long. And it's going to yeah. be twice as it's hard. Probably going to be a big hole in the wall. I was going to say, too. don't take the picture off and look yes. behind it because it's going to be ugly. some duct tape. Right? It's a good it's application like, for like, duct tape. We might have to move it over a little bit because we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not hung where I wanted it to be hung. Uh, but I'm going to get that up on the wall mm-hmm. if I have to use the wrench or the back of the screwdriver or my shoe. Right, I'm going to get it on the wall. So, but I'm using the wrong tool for the job. Right. So I think something like um, avoiding toxic positivity in terms of grief and loss is is an important thing for us to remember for other people. Right. But for the tools we're using ourselves, like, you know, gratitude journaling is a great process to have intentionally in your life. But is it something that you can whip out in times of extreme crisis? Probably not. Probably you probably not. need something else. You need yeah. the hammer. That's the screwdriver, yeah. right? Yeah. So I like that too. I like knowing like the whole range of things that are available to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the hammer might be your therapist. Right. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. I've always, I've always said too, when it comes to mental health, um, there's, it's just like physical health in terms right. of like, we have home remedies, right? Yep. We have cough drops and we have things like that. Mm-hmm. And then when the cough drops aren't working, then we would go to the doctor, right? And mental health is the same way. Absolutely. You know, but I, I feel like, um, beyond just even like the cough drops of mental health, like I think something like practicing intentional gratitude mm-hmm. is more like eating healthy, Yes, it right. is. It is. Yeah. And it works the same way. Yes. I think you eat over time, your mm-hmm. body, you know, your DNA replaces itself all the time mm-hmm. and it finds good stuff. And if you're doing that yep. practicing that, and then you're impacting your neural pathways and mm-hmm. you know, it, it just, it makes things good. You're teaching your brain to think differently. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's, that's a powerful thing. That's mm-hmm. amazing if you really think about it, yeah. that we can do things when we're not in crisis mm-hmm. um, that will teach our brains to think differently. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. But um, but I think the important takeaway is uh, giving ourselves some grace and mercy mm-hmm. when people are coming at us with 
um, unintentional, sometimes even well-intended toxic positivity, being able to recognize it, uh, and then not doing that to other people. There's a lot of power in just letting people feel not everything is happy and Mm -hmm. that's okay. You know? So, uh, so I think that's the challenge. The challenge is, and the forever journey of learning where that line is. Yeah. Yeah, and it is, it is quite a journey. It is, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you guys for joining us today. I hope you learned a little bit about toxic positivity and how to communicate with people that are hurting. Yeah, thanks so much. We look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening to The Brain Factor. Joy and I are so thrilled to be having these needed conversations. We'd love to hear your feedback on this episode, so if you could drop a comment or leave a review with your thoughts or any requests that you may have, it would be appreciated. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Living a healthier and happier life starts with one step, and we're excited to be on this journey with you. Until next time.